WWE Hall of Famer Teddy Long, and you're about to go one-on-one -on -one with Talking Taker. Holla. I got you. <laughs> I'm running down the road with Barbera in tow I got 15 titles on my mind Seven world ones, one hardcore And seven tags with four different guys I Take a easy, take a easy Don't let the sound of gongs and bells drive you crazy Lights open, raise my hands don't even try to understand the supernatural dead man. So take a reason. Well, I'm standing on the corner of Death Valley, California. Such a bright fire I see. It's my house, my Lord, burned to the floor. Lost my parents, brother, everything. Come on, Kane. Paul Bearer took me in as his and tried to train me. Rarely lose, I usually win. I never thought I'd see you again. You opened up the cell and climbed in so freaking easy. Running down the road and I'm all on my own Got a decade of destruction Call me big evil, not red, But do call me American Take a easy, take a easy Don't let the sound of them biscuit Drive you crazy Come on, fancy Bury me I'm coming back It's the dead man So take her easy Wanna take her Creatures of the Night, welcome to episode 219 of Talking Taker, our encyclopedic exploration digging up the career of the greatest professional wrestling character of autism, The Undertaker. My name is Alex Dorio, and I want to thank all of you out there in the PSK, the Pod Street crew, for joining us for yet another round of Dead Man Talking, and I am joined as always, by my tag team partner, my wrestling buddy, my fellow creature of the night, fellow PSK member. We call him the Corey Hart of this podcast because he wears his sunglasses at night. Yes, yes we do. Mr. Yeah, Travis White. Travis. Have mercy. 
<laughs> you're not just trying to be the John Stamos of the professional wrestling podcasting world. Uh, we're doing this for a reason. We're doing this in honor of the legendary uh, Mr. Hughes himself, Mr. Curtis Hughes, because uh, we are talking about him tonight. We're talking about his rivalry with The Undertaker and an iconic moment from WWF Superstars in 1993. That's right. Just like last year for our December episode, we're going to have a little Superstars slumber party. Me and you, man. We're going to hang out and watch some old Saturday morning wrestling just like we used to do back in the day. And we're going to cover a couple of Undertaker's memorable moments from 30 years ago on WWF Superstars in 1993. A couple moments that we didn't really talk about too much in the early days of the Talking Taker podcast, because these episodes, they weren't available on Peacock. And especially the first moment we're going to talk about with Mr. Hughes, it didn't really lead to a pay-per-view match, uh, but it's pretty iconic. And then we're going to talk about another pretty memorable moment uh, that involved uh, the stars and bars, uh, if you will, uh, that uh, is pretty infamous in The Undertaker's legacy and uh, happened on WWF Superstars. And we, we just, it's it's so memorable. It's so iconic. I just posted a picture of it on Instagram a couple of weeks ago on the anniversary. It got a ton of likes. So it's like, we got to cover that moment as well. So we're going to talk about those. We're also going to watch parts of those Superstars episodes and talk about the jobbers and the signs and the technicolor. Uh, on all the tights how how colorful everything is and just reminisce about that much like we did last year but uh and, and like I said, I wanted to feel like you're sitting there watching wrestling with your best friend when you were like our age, when you were a little kid, having a little slumber party. You wake up on Saturday morning, you turn wrestling on, which you and I did. We weren't quite friends at this point uh, in our lives, but we definitely did do that many times. And, uh, you know, when I, when I started to think about those memories, usually watching wrestling turned into actually wrestling in our <laughs> yeah. bedrooms or in the living room man what comes to mind what, what are some of those memories uh, of me and you just going all out and having those uh sleepover wrestling matches oh just using the dummy that my aunt had made and we've talked about him several times on this podcast whenever we were at my house it's been a long time though remind yeah. the people about that thing because that was oh, uh, yeah. amazing a six foot stuffed dummy basically my aunt knitted him together she basically stuffed him with you know, towels and stuffing and this, and that, and the other. But she, I mean, he had an NWO shirt, I believe it was, black <laughs> jeans, you know, socks. I mean, he was six feet tall, basically. So, but he was just a stuffed dummy. Um, my kids have like an MMA wrestling, or like, a, like an MMA sparring dummy now that's a little smaller, about three feet, five feet tall. But it's the same idea. Kind of like that. It was an yeah, average yeah, size yeah. wrestling buddy, you know, our size wrestling buddy. So we use that with triple threat matches, me, you, and him, uh, you know, at my house. But yeah, we had some good stuff. We'd always get the cookie sheet and the, uh, the, the, the aluminum pie pan, like yes. you know, or I had a uh, hat. Uh, oh my the, gosh! The thing that you could put your hat in and put it in the dishwasher. Yes, you know, that thing we'd use that on each other. Yeah, good stuff, man. That thing hurt like a it, mother. <laughs> yeah, it's smart, as they say. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I remember yeah. we had. A lot of wrestlers talk about those matches on house shows that were some of the best matches people never saw. We we had some great matches that no one will ever see. Um, I, I remember one time it, it we had a match right after the science fair. So it was probably seventh or eighth grade middle school. Yeah. And you know, in the science fair, you had to make those big like yes. the, the trifold <laughs> poster boards uh, yeah. with your display and everything. So. At, 
after the display was over, you take it home and we use those as tables. Uh, so we had two or three of them and we would power bomb each other yeah. through it. So, so it would break in half. And that was yeah. an incredible wrestling prop. Um, and then I don't think this was a sleepover, but man, the, the worst, worst match we ever had was, uh, on the trampoline. Yeah. Man. I was about to say that. <laughs> well, we were at somebody, somebody, uh, in your neighborhood's house had a I trampoline. <laughs> And um, you climbed up onto the top of a swing set that was right next to the trampoline. Um, And you you had put a for sale sign from somebody's yard across my chest. So I guess that's plastic (laughs) sign cart plastic sign board across my chest. And you climbed up there and you were always uh, the risk taker, the the cruiserweight of our group. And yeah, Yeah. peak. This that had to be 2000. So peak Hardy Boys. And yeah. You get a picture perfect swanton on me, but uh, it was not a working swanton, man. You, you came on me with 120 pounds huge, right on my rib cage. Yeah, my bad. It looked great, though. Oh, I'm sure it did, man. It looked beautiful. Too bad it felt like a train wreck. Yeah, I think I'm paying for that move today. It's my neck and my back still. So probably the reason I never did get in the actual ring. So Yeah, but yeah man, it was a good time, dude. Good times. Plus, we made we made our own storylines and videos that we have yet to reveal on this. I don't know how we could possibly do them on here. I don't know if there's a way to make it work. But oh, we it is see. a way. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't we'll know see. if it'd be interesting people, or not. <laughs> if you if the PSK wants to see our old wrestling videos from middle school and high school, we we can find a way to get them on here. <laughs> they uh, actually do tell a story. <laughs> they do. Yeah. There's a story behind all of it. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, that's good stuff, man. Well, we're gonna reminisce like that, and like I said, we're gonna throw on some classic. WF Superstars from 1993, 30 years ago here on yeah. Peacock. We're going to watch along to bits and pieces of those episodes. Uh, so uh, a little bit of one episode, a little bit of another one, and, and we hope you'll join us for that. And of course, we'll do our running commentary for it. But uh, you know how it is here on Talking Taker. Once a month, we come out, and you know we got to hit you with the full month's worth of Undertaker sightings. And as usual, there's another jam-packed month of them here to cover. Uh, got them here in my notes app that I am pulling up once I get to it. You know, you said we were wearing these <laughs> glasses in tribute to Curtis Hughes, and I do. I live every day. <laughs> Just little known fact. You live every day in honor of him. <laughs> yeah, because I wear these glasses every day. You sure Those do. You're wondering. These are not Cruz special. These are Dollar Tree, maybe. Dollar Tree <laughs> specials. One dollar, probably one twenty-five now because of inflation. But uh, yeah, dollar twenty-five tree now. But yeah. Well, you're looking uh, yeah. one hundred in them. Well, thank you. <laughs> I, I'm looking California. <laughs> I might be feeling Minnesota, but yeah, it's definitely definitely good stuff, man. Yeah. Well, our Undertaker signs this month. Do we need to month. keep them on? You you do have whatever you feel. I like to. <laughs> I'm gonna put them on when the match comes on. I'm gonna put mine oh. back on. Uh, but uh, we'll see. Let's see what happens. Uh, you do what you want. Uh, <laughs> Undertaker sightings this month. Uh, this is news to you. I meant to fill you in on this before we started the episode, but I'll just fill you in right now. The, we're we're going to be brought to you by WWEshop.com this month on the Undertaker sightings because Talking Taker, we are an official affiliate of WWEshop.com. So uh, we're going to post our link 
right what? here in the show comments and, and post our uh, uh, a link on YouTube in the comments and then in the show notes on, on the podcast. Uh, we don't have a code for you to use, but I, I mean, we don't have a coupon code for you to use. But if you click on our link, you purchase your Christmas gifts, whatever your, your new CM Punk T-shirts or memorabilia right. at WWEshop.com. We'll get a little bit of a kickback here to Talking wow. Takers. So if you're going to shop with WWE Shop, please, we encourage you, if you're out there in the PSK, do us a solid and use the link that's going to be right here in the show notes, right here in the comments on YouTube. Um, we, are, we usually tell you to buy our T Public stuff, but we want you to buy actual Undertaker stuff this time. Get the uh, get, awesome. get that inflatable uh, that's on clearance now yeah, for, for your Halloween next year. Buy some Christmas ornaments. We know a lot of you out there are going to be using our buying stuff from WWE Shop. So please use our link below to do it. And it doesn't, it just takes you to the same website and it just gives us a little kickback. So we would appreciate Sweet. it. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Uh, well, Undertaker, let's, uh, you know, he, he showed up in Saudi Arabia. Uh, in the month of November, uh, him and Vince McMahon and Kane, um, C A N E Kane, showed up. Yeah, he did. <laughs> that's boxing. gotta be that's gotta be a Kane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Vince and the Bros Destruction. That's right. Um, and oh, I, he actually we can tie this in because he's had a, a few more episodes of Six Feet Under. With Mark Calloway, he actually talked about that a little bit on the latest episode that just came out today. Um, he talked about that trip over there with Vince and how everyone thought thinks Vince is about to kick the bucket. And he's like, dude, Vince at 78 could do things that most people at 38 can't. And uh, he he said he just had uh, surgery on his spine. And, of course, the doctors want him to rest, but he immediately just goes to the gym and starts working out. And he should be on a walker or in a wheelchair, Mark said. But he's he's at least he goes out there on a cane because he feels like he needs to be seen. He feels like, you know, this merger is going on. There's all this yeah. talk and is a big event going on over there. They've got all this uh, stuff invested in Saudi. So he feels like he needs to be seen and he's going to go do it. So, uh, of course, you know, that gets all the rumors started about Vince's health. But Taker said he's yeah. he's doing way better than everybody can even understand. Well, his mustache was looking right. Uh, <laughs> they they sure. did not talk about that. Pencil-thin mustache, dude. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I said on last month's episode, we're not going to recap every episode of Six Feet Under here. But, you know, just a quick yeah, I'll be honest, I haven't watched another one except that first one because yeah. life is busy. I just can't. Uh, it's difficult. But I'd like to see some. You've told me some of them were kind of like not missing anything, you know. Yeah, I've I've kept up with it. You know, I've been listening to them, and, and a couple of them have been really, really good. And yeah. uh, again, I encourage people out there if you're watching or listening to this podcast, I'm sure you would really enjoy this one. And and it's a good deal. It's a good price. Uh, yeah. They're putting out episodes every week. Um, one episode was about all of Undertaker's injuries through the years, so they just talked about various ones. Um, it was real interesting. He uh, revealed that um, his orbital bone injuries, um, one from Mabel uh, leg drop on him, and then another one yeah. from uh, Rey Mysterio uh, hit him with the six one nine with the knee brace and, and uh, injured the other one. Those are the worst ones, and he said he still has pretty much has double vision, kind of like mm. all the time from that, uh, wow. especially at night and stuff, and it's still not right in there. Uh, he still has to like just kind of squint 
to see things. It's never been the same uh, ever since uh, those injuries. So I thought that was pretty fascinating. And um, he shared a good quote from MVP on that one. He said around 2010 or 11 or so, he, he was backstage and, you know, Taker, yeah, years are piling up. His days kind of moving a little slow, you know, a little harder to get around. And MVP told him, he said, man, I hope I get to walk like you one day. And Undertaker <laughs> said he thought that was a really cool thing to say. It just showed a lot of respect. His MVP, yeah. he wasn't joking. He was saying, like, I hope that I can have that legacy where I've right. give, given my body to this business where, you know, I have that, you know, John Wayne walk or, or yeah. however you want to put it. I, thought, I just thought that was a funny quote. That's pretty cool. <laughs> we know what he always comes out with is a cane. So whether he needs it or not. <laughs> Tying it in right there. Yeah. He might have that, that walk now. <laughs> Uh, there was an episode talking about old hunting stories, which honestly, that was that was one I, I had to hit the skip button on a few times. Yeah. It really interests me all that much. But then there was a great episode just about Survivor Series and his history at Survivor Series. Of course, they talk about the debut a little bit and, and Taker finally kind of admits, yeah, I hit Coco a little snug on, on that tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> I used to think he was just complaining about it, but I've watched it recently and yeah, I might owe him an apology. Um, yeah, they talk about the Hogan stuff, which, uh, you know, I kind of recapped. He talked about that on the one dead man show I went right. to, but one of the fans commented and had an incredible one liner and said, you know, has, as Hogan has always said, oh yeah, he, he broke my neck. He, he really got me with that tombstone. He said, um, Hogan, uh, <laughs> Coco got the tombstone that Hogan thinks he got. yeah exactly exactly um and he finally mark calloway finally told the truth about those survivor series 2000 python pants oh did he yeah matt lida snuck it in there question about it and and taker cursed him out uh but basically said i thought it was gonna be cool Did he borrow from Goodfather? No, no. He had him custom made. Uh, Whoever the lady is that that does all the stuff backstage, um, costumes and and sewing up stuff. She said, he said they were always trying to get me to like, you know, go outside the box and do stuff. And I would never do it. And I finally went to her, you know, about a month before that match and said, think about some Python pants. And she was like, no, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) basically said on a guy his size that's not gonna look good yeah they tried, they tried to talk him out of it but he insisted on it and said you know he thought he looked great out there and then got to the back and just got roasted and you know never wanted to speak <laughs> of him again <laughs> oh that's amazing so that's awesome i feel like you know that rumor went around for years and years and years but uh we really debunked it here on talking taker we, we even got the Godfather himself Godfather. to debunk it, but uh, we finally got the truth out of Mark Calloway all these years later. So That's incredible. Awesome. 23 years after the fact. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. So, uh, yeah. And then one last thing, um, speaking of those one dead man shows, one of our loyal listeners and PSK members, uh, we've talked about him on here. He was on our tribute. Thank you. Take your episode. Joe curious Torrance on Instagram, this incredible cosplayer of yeah. the undertaker. He's been doing it for years. Well, he finally got to meet the undertaker at one of his latest one dead man shows. And not only that, dude, what a dream come true. He, he did the cosplay. 
He dressed up as Taker, did the meet and greet, and then got featured on Undertaker's social media, on the WWE social media. They showed their interaction. I mean, I'm sure he was nervous. Taker could have just no sold it. He could have laughed at. Um, All this bad stuff could have happened, but it couldn't have gone any better. You you saw that video, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was great, man. It was fantastic. And, yeah, I hope it was worth the wait for him because I think it should have been. You know, it's it's really cool, uh, really cool feather in his cap, man. He got featured on all those things, you know, because Taker brings eyes to, you know, any, anything they post about Taker, people are going to see it. So that's really cool. I'm really proud of him and happy for him that he got to cosplay and, and, and have that interaction with his idol, you know. That's awesome. Yeah. Took a lot of bravery, took a lot of boldness to it. I think yeah. it was awesome, and, and we're proud of you, buddy. It was so yeah. cool. What a moment. You'll have that for the rest of your life. Um, and just to have it, have WWE blow it up is even cooler. Yeah. Um, and, and speaking of fans, I know you watched that Vlad the Superfan documentary, right? Yeah, I did. With Undertaker was featured on that, but uh, I want to encourage all our listeners, uh, if you're a fan of wrestling, you will enjoy this story of the Superfan. I mean, it got me, got me in my feels, man. got me emotional. He's ready. <laughs> That's right. Get the clean. Yeah, you ready. warned me that it was a little emotional, but I wasn't prepared for what I got. You know, I I wasn't as prepared as I thought I was. So yeah, it got me a couple times, man. And it's only like what 38, 40 minutes long or something. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like not one episode of a TV show. Hours yeah. or anything, but it's uh, you know, it's worth it. Some people were like, "Why well, they cut it so short?" Honestly, it told the story. It needed to. It was exactly. good. Yeah, didn't need it to be ninety really minutes good. or anything. No, very very well done, and yeah, it just pulls on your heartstrings, man. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I don't think he was at the house show you went to, but uh, you did get no. to go to a recent WWE live event and, and took your boys for their very first WWE show, man. You got to tell us all about that. Yeah. So it was very, very cool. My my boys had no idea we were going. Uh, I have a video of it that my wife was recording as I told them because our buddy Glenn was coming to pick us up. And I was like, Glenn's coming to get us. Why? I was like, because we're going there to eat. Like, what? And they're just freaking out, man. They just. Had a great time. Who's going to be the Cody? Yeah. They're just, it's a blast, dude. And like, it made it all worth it because we got there and we took on um, Glenn's uh, two year old with us, too. So he got to go uh, with us. And so it was awesome. They had a great time. And um, I'll read the card for you guys if you want to know. And, sure. Um, yeah. Because it's, it. it was honestly probably one of, if not the best house show I've ever been to. Like, it was as Dang. far as stacked. Like, here's the matches. It was so. Yeah. Kevin Owens versus Jimmy Uso. KO wins. <laughs> LA Knight versus Grace versus Grayson Waller. LA Knight wins. Uh Becky versus Zoe Stark. Becky wins. Gunther versus Sami Zayn. IC title match. Gunther wins. Ooh. Uh Cody versus the Miz. So Miz had cut it. He was kind of being babyface at that point, but he cut a heel promo backstage to make the make sure the crowd turned on him. Uh that may have been the entertaining match tonight. And I'll explain that in a minute. Oh, yeah. But uh, Cody wins. Jay versus Dom. Uh, Jay wins. Uh, EO versus Bianca versus Charlotte. Women's title, triple threat. EO wins. And the main event was Seth versus Drew McIntyre for the world title. And Seth won. So, I mean, everyone I just named there, I think, was in, was on, uh, almost everyone there was on Survivor Series the past weekend. So, it's just crazy. Like, they're all, I mean, those are all the big names besides, like, Roman. You know, like, it's it's just wild. I mean, all those guys were main event. And, yeah, they're not they're not rocking awesome. But as far as what, what the WWE is presenting right now, those are the big names. It that sounds awesome. like a pay-per-view lineup. You know? That's why I said. No... I was like, it's like, this was a pay-per-view that we just saw for That's 26 a... bucks. Like T- TLC lineup, no scrubs. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> dude. But, uh, 
Gunther, man, I was getting popcorn for my for my boys. I heard the chop across across <laughs> his chest when I was at the concession stand getting popcorn. No lie, it Ooh. was like, was, oh yeah, it was wild. Cody versus Miz was great because Charles Robinson's referee, and Miz, th- this was the most uh, e as far as entertainment WWE like match of the whole night. It was uh, again a house show. If you guys have never been, I encourage you. It's it's honestly it's. Televised shows are fun, but these are probably more fun because the guys are just cutting loose and they can interact with the crowd, and it doesn't matter. There's no time cues right. and commercial breaks. But anyway, uh, they got this thing where you know Miz thought he got a three count, and he was it was a two count, so he gets in Charles Robinson's face and like two, and Rob or he's like three, and Robinson's like two. Robinson runs up back in into the corner, standing in the middle turnbuckle, and just yelling in his face like it was a two count, it was a two count, like and he's getting in Miz's face, and it was just awesome, dude. So it was just really, really cool, and the kids had a blast singing the theme songs for Cody and Seth and all that. It was just a really good time, and they were ready to go back. So, ready to go back. That's right. Yeah, dude. They wanted the autographed posters of Cody and everything, but the lines were so long, so uh, maybe we'll get some for Christmas or something. But, yeah, it was it was really, really fun experience, man. One of the best experiences I've had at a, at a show. You know, oh, so. man. What a dream come true for you as a father. Yeah. That's, that's got to be the ultimate dream as a wrestling fan to be yeah. able to pass that on. We were just talking about those memories of us as kids yeah. at their age, and now you get to have that and live that through that, man. And I'm so happy for you. That that's such an awesome story. Yeah, it was really good. It was worth it, man. It was worth the wait. Yeah. It's like I said, my oldest is 11. My my middle child is seven. So they, I mean, it's been, you know, Glenn's kids too. He might not remember it, but my boys are gonna remember that night for yeah. So it was awesome. So and really it, good time. Their fandom, who knows? They may not turn into us. They may not be lifelong yeah. fans, but you'll always they have this this moment with them. Yeah. Very we'll cool. Always have yeah. that. It was very very, very cool. So. And again, some of those guys weren't advertised. Like I had no idea KO was going to be there, no idea Becky was going to be there. They weren't advertised either. I don't think Charlotte was advertised. It was just it was wild, yeah. man. Like to see the names that popped up. So very, very cool. Very Good, fun. dude. Good deal. Well, uh, hope they get to go to another one next year, and uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll hear more about that if they do. Yeah. Uh, you said you couldn't get them any merch. Well, buddy, I got you a little something here. It's our December episode, so we kind of have a tradition of exchanging gifts here live on the podcast. Um, so I sent you a little something a couple of weeks ago. It, it is there for you to open up. A couple of little wrestling theme surprises. So why don't you? Uh, you ready? All right. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Thank you, sir. And yeah, yours is. Uh, this drops what December first. It'll be shipping December first. Unfortunately, okay. it does not ship till then. So you'll have to open it up uh, at a later date. So it will not Fair be enough. there in time for this episode. So let me see what's in this box. What's in the box? Oh, oh man! Oh, you open the big boy first. Abdullah the Butcher, <laughs> ribs and Chinese food. Yes, oh my, we almost we got serious diarrhea there one time. <laughs> I mean that place made us ill. Fork yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, dude where did you? Find you look that? good. <laughs> it's good. Can I go hi hat with it. That's straight grandpa? from straight from Abby. Amazing, dude. I love this hat. You, you might have to get drug tested after you put that on. <laughs> I may. I'm going to work with him like this tomorrow. I may get drug tested. Oh, man. Look at this. Ministry of oh, Darkness. That's right, man. You get that? Enter there the ministry. Is. There it is. Oh, got to hang this. So I was, we hung our, we did our Christmas decorations a little bit early this year. Yeah. And uh, when I got back home, the kids had already, I was somewhere. I got back home. The kids already put most of the ornaments on. 
And I was asking my son, I was like, y'all put the Taker one? Yeah, my man's put it at the back, though. <laughs> so little she know this is going to go right in the front. So, right awesome. in the front. Enter the ministry that goes along with, you know, my life, I guess. <laughs> sure. <laughs> the ministry. Oh, look at this little guy. Yeah, this little, little trinket right there. Guy. Micro collection. Awesome. Awesome blossom. That is a card. Oh, and three Christmas tree cakes. Yeah, just little, some little snacks. Absolutely. For the podcast. I haven't had one of these in a week. Yeah, Dude, you're lying. You. I haven't one in an hour. I, I really haven't. I ran out. I had seven boxes at work and I ran out. <laughs> <laughs> my work got me seven boxes and I love them so much. So. Well, they're yeah. they're practically sold out by now. You can't hardly yeah. get them. Dude, this hat is where it's at. <laughs> Thank you so much, man. <laughs> Best awesome. rips in town. I'm not going to lie. I did not see this coming at all. <laughs> There's no way you did. There's no way I saw this coming. That's for sure. That's for dang sure. That's right, man. Dude, thank you so much. Merry Christmas. Never forget. Cool. Never forget. Oh. 2011. Montezuma's Revenge. Abby's Revenge. <laughs> Abdullah's Revenge is what it's called. <laughs> yeah. This is wild. Oh. Yeah. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. You look good. Thank you, sir. Yes. Hopefully you'll look good in yours, too. I- I'm sure I will. Uh, well, let's do this, man. Uh, there's no Ab- Abdullah the Butcher on here, but uh, we're going to watch some WWF Thank Superstars <laughs> from June 12th, 1993. It's going to mm. be our first episode. So good. But That's list. good? Absolutely. <laughs> Not too stale? Two weeks in a box. <laughs> so good. <laughs> they probably made them in like February and put them on the shelf in December. They might have made them in 1993. Who knows? They probably they last probably I can't go over how good this hat looks in this camera. <laughs> With the shades, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'm on the guy in shades, baby. <laughs> uh, June 12th, 1993. That's what we're going to be watching here. So we're going to kick it off from the very, very beginning. And we'll get to the Undertaker's match. And then we'll switch to a different episode. But uh, if you care to watch along with us, that's what we're doing here. Um we're going to, we of course, you know, <clears throat> us uh, with our WWE shop money, we, we of course spring for the premium Peacock. So you better fast forward through all those commercials and get queued up mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to watch that with us. Um, man, what were you doing on June 12th, 1993? Oh, I remember like it was yesterday. <laughs> I was seven years old. Yep. Well, probably a Hilton head, honestly. To be honest yep. with you. June, that sounds like primo Hilton head time. Yeah, I was probably there. Uh, uh, playing at the beach, you know, honestly. Yeah. I probably wasn't watching wrestling. Probably not. I was watching like a Saturday morning, you know, or watching like Saturday night, like Sting or something, you know, just casually, not religiously. So, are we starting from the beginning? Probably watching uh, Thundercats. Oh, maybe SWAT Cats. At this point, we had a uh, Street Sharks come out. So, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, speaking of Street Sharks, fun fact for you I just watched the interview with Adam Copeland, Edge. It's hard not to say Edge. Um, from AEW, and his first tattoo ever was a street shark on his back. It was actually just a shark, oh my. but it looked like a street shark. Like they they came out the next year, and so he got it covered up, thinking that it would look too much like, like <laughs> he'd look like a clown with a street shark on his shoulder. So that was a little fun fact I learned. And now he's like, I wish I had the street shark back because they're cool. So. Oh yeah, um, yeah. We'll start from the beginning, and, and we'll watch some of the fun stuff before Undertaker's thing. So, right. um, yeah, this was my wife's uh, first birthday. Wow. June 12, 1992. Golly. Born June 12, 92. So, uh, yeah, happy birthday to her. Uh, why don't you give us the countdown as you <laughs> inhale that cake? Well, I can eat all three of those right now. I hope you all do. Right. <clears throat> I hope you dance. All right, so. <laughs> three, two, one. This hat's got me wild tonight. 
We're going to beat you one play. <laughs> Ring? Play. Cut <laughs> out there for a minute, but we got you back. <laughs> I, I heard the play. I heard the play. I heard three and then play. <laughs> that's all you needed to hear. Oh, I saw that belly rub from Kamala. You're going to be doing that after these uh, Christmas tree cakes. That's all and you gadgets. need, man. As yep. long as you hear the beginning and the end. That's like I've seen the first Harry Potter movie and the last one. I'll fill in the gaps. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> you figured out what else was going on I there. I figured out the other eight. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's true. All the first and the last. So I don't need to see the rest. Nah, nah, you get the idea here. Yeah, look at all these stars, man. Superstars, that's what they are. Superstar. Halifax, Nova Scotia, Scotia. the Metro Centre. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at them. Look at that green screen. You know, Got- we should do a podcast like this. I should just have my chest hair hanging out like the king does. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wear a three-piece baby blue <laughs> suit. Yeah. Like Vince. We got to get somebody to wear the Macho Man hat. Mm, I'll do it. You'll do that and the crown? <laughs> yeah, I'll change. Macho King. I'll pull, yeah, I'll do like a Taylor Swift you know, set, you know, change. We'll do different <laughs> eras. We should do Undertaker eras night. The eras tour. <laughs> oh, I like it. <laughs> Who told King it was okay to go out there bare-chested, man? <laughs> yeah, Did, pal, I'm going out there. Because he wants to look. No, he looks better than that. Maybe he thought he had a shirt on. Maybe, that's Maybe he thought he had a sweater on. I get mistaken for that when I'm at the pool. Or take your sweater off. <laughs> well, it's funny to see King and, and Savage here. You know, they like Old they had a history man. in Memphis, probably like yeah. ten years before this. And here they are yeah. doing commentary for Vince Man, man, all these years later. It's crazy that Macho Man was on commentary at this point, but which is part of the reason he leaves, right? The next year. Yeah. He wanted he still had it in the tank. So he went on WCW and he was right. He had yeah. some incredible matches in WCW for the next five years. Yeah. And then he went on to be in the Spider-Man movie. Yeah, he did. Boom saw. And cut a rap album. Ah, uh, be a man. This tracks. It's been re-released on vinyl in the past year. Are you gonna pick <laughs> that one up, add it to your collection? Uh negative. <laughs> no? I'm not. <laughs> that would go great. Along with all the Need to Breathe records. <laughs> yeah. Need to Breathe, Journey, my album. Uh, and, and Randy Savage. And Randy <laughs> That's Savage. a collection right there. <laughs> oh. oh, here we go. This is how you want to kick off some Saturday morning superstars. Because nobody squashes some jabronis like these guys. Nope. The Steiner Brothers. Look at that hair. That's what I'm going for right there. Scotty. I'm going for Rick's mustache. That's what I want to go Michigan. for. Michigan, who just recently beat Ohio State. Ooh, so you think it's going to be Georgia and Michigan in the national championship this year? Oh, what do you I'd think? I'd love it. I'd love it. Hopefully, as the, the, the dropping of this podcast, uh, hopefully we've gotten past, well, hopefully tomorrow we'll get past Alabama. Yeah. Who are these guys? Dude, if you look up oh, the definition, <laughs> if I'm you look up the definition of barrel chest in the dictionary, <laughs> you'll see a picture of Iron Mike Sharp. <laughs> Oh, golly. There's so much chest hair on this episode of Superstars already. <laughs> already. I just don't X. see that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like a Tom Selleck Playgirl spread. Oh, yeah, dude. So much chest hair. 
There was no Manscaped back then. That's the thing. Definitely not. No. <laughs> we don't have a promo code anymore. But uh, no. Hi. We love you, undies, man. Hi, undies above All, the navel, dude. Dude, almost up to the, It's almost a singlet. Yeah. <laughs> Tube top onesie. <laughs> it's just gracious, man. Oh, Steiner. So nowadays there are there's a the tag team on Raw that you were unfamiliar with because they're from NXT, but you said they remind you of these guys. Yeah, the uh, uh, Creed Creed Brothers is out there. Hello, my friend. Yeah, Scott Stapp and Mark Tremonti are on Raw now. No. And uh, no, but Julius and Brutus Creed. Yeah, dude, Creed. I saw their match with Alpha Academy when they debuted. Just yeah. randomly tuned into it. They impressed the heck out of me. They're fun, man. They're a fun throwback to something you would see on a Saturday morning like this. Oh, my. Scott Snyder about to murder a yeah, man. Yeah, uh, Dragon Superplex? Full Nelson. Yeah, Dragon Superplex, Good man. Lord. In Tag 1993. Team. On yeah, you didn't see that. You see that on Japan, like a Japanese show, but... I, I mean, guess, uh, I can't even stop looking at his hat. <laughs> who is this guy in the women's swimsuit? What's this guy's uh, name? <laughs> this guy? I have no idea. I think it's give me, a there we go. I was waiting for you to give me a name. <laughs> yeah. Dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. He's not doing a good job right now. <laughs> so um, drink his own urine because it's sterile and it tastes good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's definitely patches. Look how white he is. So white, so <laughs> flabby. <laughs> oh, here he goes. Butterfly suplex. Oh, a smile on Scott Steiner's yeah, face. Yeah, he loved it, dude. Just knew he was about to legally murder somebody. Oh, here we go. Picking him up like he's a Cheerio. What is Scott doing? Oh, my. No, he's not. Rick's oh. got patches on his shoulders. Scotty with a top <laughs> DDT up the shoulders. Dude, you can't do that in a match anymore. <laughs> He is not moving. Down to three. No, oh, he's actually actually paralyzed. He's actually paralyzed. He's not breathing. That guy loves him. That guy's hat. Grandpa nice. loves him. Budnick yeah. loves him. Bobby. Bobby Budnick. Oh. Man, Steiner Brothers are so cool. One of my yeah, first so pieces good. of merch I ever owned was some Steiner Brothers wristbands. Oh. Oh. Have that WF magazine with the Undertaker on the cover right there. I was a loyal, loyal subscriber and had that Yo, video game. Old bar to action. Undertaker versus Ric Flair here. Right, man. Superstar or Royal Rumble for the SNES. God, what a terrible video game! But man, it was so fun. We didn't know. As, no, we didn't know. Yeah. You could do a Royal Rumble match. Uh, you know, you could yeah. just do like three moves, but it was it right. was still fun, man. You can go outside and hit somebody with the chair. It was good stuff. Look at Diesel, man. But the windbreaker. Yeah, windbreaker with no shirt underneath. That's dangerous. <laughs> that's a dangerous game if you got chest hair. Zipper that's on true. top of no. Oh, no, no, no. You can't risk that right here. Oh, man. Shawn Michaels, Intercontinental Champion. You got the Gorilla Monsoon look going on now with the sunglasses. Yeah, he just needs his Abby hat. <laughs> Wish Next did. time I wear a brown tie, a purple shirt, and a red <laughs> red jacket. I mean, did he get dressed in the dark? How dark were those sunglasses? <laughs> That's right, yeah, the sunglasses. <laughs> those are like, nothing gets through. With a quarter in the middle of his tie as well. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Good tie. Why is there a 
type but it's it. a, embedded in it. My goodness. So Gorilla's hyping up Shawn Michaels and Crush. <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got the look, man. Yeah, I dig it. I dig it. Uh, yeah, Sean and Crush at Survivor Series 93. I mean, I've talked on here endlessly about yeah. my love for Kona Crush. How could you Kona not love Crush. that guy? Look at all the color. Look at that hair. I'm sorry, <laughs> Travis. He's got your beat on the haircut. Feathered to perfection, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Look at it, dude. He's got like a six head, but his hair is standing up beautifully. And he does. He's got Lex Luger promo disease with, yeah. the, with the finger <laughs> pointing at me. <laughs> Diesel's just standing there like a rough rider. I mean, my Not, grandma had that had that jumpsuit or that. I think she had that. Everybody's grandma had that. Yeah, they walk around the mall in it. Mm-hmm, that's right, little mall walking. Oh, <laughs> King just gave him the old wiggly fingers. He gave him the old <laughs> macho fingers. <clears throat> what do you think of macho as commentary? Rick Steiner's. I think he did. They might have got him for the same, yeah. <laughs> same. Uh, what's, what's the Joanne's fabrics? That's what I was going. Yeah, for. there you go. Ben Franklin's. What do I think about Macho's uh, commentary, commentary, man? I mean, he's definitely got a voice. It's unique for sure. But he's just—he's all over the place, man. I mean, he's fun. He's fun. I, he wasn't my favorite, but also wasn't like as heavily invested in it as you were. I mean, I'm sure you probably loved it, didn't you? I do. I like it. You know, it's not like yeah. in my top five commentary yeah. teams uh but i enjoy because he he brought he did bring the passion to it that the sure, macho man yeah. always that it was uh, it was never boring it was never exciting <laughs> just like kid. it was like sean waltman here his hat. that's the hat i wish i could have got you oh man this is a holiday ornament with an attitude it says right here. it is man can't you tell from menards it's beautiful <laughs> So this is one, two, three, I do kid. Have the rock sideburns here, though. You do got those coming in. <laughs> uh, this is the kid building up that big rematch with Razor Ramon for the ten thousand dollar match that had him. Oh yeah. A uh, moment we rewound a hundred times. We watched that match back of him slipping off the top oh. rope <laughs> straight, yeah. straight to the floor. <laughs> there he is. Razor Ramon. This guy's the is bad guy. Cool, man. I don't care who you are. I'm like crowd man doing the Jey Uso up there. Getting the, <laughs> the bad Again, guy. my brother, my brother was like a wrestling adjacent family. He was he's five years older than me, but when the NWO was big and everything, I tell you what, man, he loved Chris Jericho and he liked this guy right here. He gave me the razor's edge more than anything I've ever seen. He just everybody liked to do that little chest pump, you know, and the, the hair and hey yo. I mean just so many things that is like you you can imitate razor we talk about this endlessly but like he had things you could do and you would know oh that guy's being razor ramon like as a kid you know there's too many guys nowadays like whoever we just saw uh, iron mike sharp and uh patches of hulahan like you don't know if you were being them for halloween like they had nothing distinguishable about them like razor did you know yeah if, if a kid showed up as iron mike sharp on my doorstep i'd give him all the candy that i had <laughs> who are you i'm iron mike Yes. Come on in, kid. I'm adopting you as my child. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're going to watch Superstars. Oh, what's up, Bret Hart? <laughs> Bangs in their eyes better than Bret Hart. There are 16 televisions there. What is Bret Hart doing? Cutting a promo on Razor Ramon for the King of the Ring right here. 
I think they're going to yeah. face off in the first round there. And uh, this is packed for superstars. That's a nice arena. Yeah, it's a good yeah. side. We've seen much worse on here, but yeah, they got a good turnout there. Man, you you're, you're exactly right. We talked about this. We did a tribute episode to Razor Ramon when he passed away last year. <laughs> Christmas treat cake number two, right there. Um, but yeah, he was cool in a legit way. He's not just like a oh. wrestling character that they're telling us is cool. He's not a guy pretending to be cool. He was just oh, effortlessly cool. And I mean, yeah, like like a movie star or, or something. I think Man. Nash is the same way. I mean, Nash is the same way, but yeah, I mean, Scott Hall just Scott on, a, different on a different level. Yeah, he he didn't have to try to be no. cool. He didn't. He, everything just came naturally to him, and yeah, even to a non wrestling fan, you could just tell and appreciate yeah. that. Oh man, here we go. Fall away slam. Charlotte does that nowadays, and Raquel Rodriguez they do it well. JBL used to do it as tribute to Razor, but he's no longer wrestling. Who's this guy in, in the ring with him? <laughs> this is uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I got nothing. Hell, not so dandy. <laughs> <laughs> That's better than anything I can get in there. <laughs> oh, just forward him and clap. There was no regard for like neck safety. <laughs> Hell, not so dandy. <laughs> Die. Where do they find these guys, man? <laughs> these guys get to live in history on Peacock, like right next to Roman Reigns and Hulk Hogan. <laughs> what a sell. Yeah. I give him credit for that. Playing to my kids tonight about how, um, like, this is what wrestling used to be. Like, we got to see at Survivor Series, it was, like, all the main guys teaming up together. Like, but it didn't used to be like that. I was telling them, like, you know, the John Cena's of those days would wrestle, like, once every three months. Like, you see him, like, maybe once a month on TV. But, like, I was just explaining to them basically what Super Truck was. So it was kind of funny they were doing this. Uh-oh, Mean Gene with a face-to-face. God, this is what I want my office to look like. I was going to say. I want that, that desk. <laughs> Big U-shaped. U-shaped. <laughs> Every color in the rainbow desk. And Mean Gene, what kind of tie is that that he's got on? Pickle in his, though. It's not as cool as, <laughs> as Gorilla's quarter tie. It's not as, it's not as good as that. Hulk Hogan, so, yeah. Yokozuna, King of the Ring. That's what we're building up to here. The death of Hulkamania, essentially. Yeah. What, what flag is that on his tie? Uh, <laughs> it's got Puerto Rico. That's what I thought. <laughs> Puerto Rican legend Gene Oakland here. <laughs> Well, maybe he was just paying homage to El Nato Danny. <laughs> maybe that's it. Oh, here we go. Oh, then we're going to get Mr. Perfect and Mr. Hughes. I can't believe Vince let that happen. Two Mr. Mr. in one match. <laughs> Mr. Match. <laughs> oh, so oh, hello. Hello. I mean, he looked. See, I think you said it a long time ago. World War II body, dude. They just see his guys. <laughs> Everybody's grandpa's body looks like that, dude. I mean, he is probably how old is he here? Twenty-eight. He like, right, but to me, he was like fifty-eight. You know, exactly. But he's like, he I looks know. like a, a grown man, fresh out of college. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just 
just he was just like born with that scar tissue on his forehead. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Scar tissue that I wish. Yeah, man, absolutely, dude. Just born there. Dusty always had it too. Yeah. It was just nasty Devons. Oh my god. Real lumpy. Yeah, yeah, it really is. It's like him Campbell's and, chunky soup. Him and New Jack. Yeah, well that's <laughs> <laughs> different level. <laughs> yeah, New Jack's out of control. Ain't um, mean, man. Pencil thin mustache. That looks better than Vince's. <laughs> oh, speaking of scars, body. What is that? That's some uh, that's something sensual. I don't know what body Man. part that is. Oh, that's Lex. Oh, that's sexy Lexi right there. It was sexy. Rubbing his forearm. That's why they call that him the narcissist. That's right, man. Exactly. Um, he just made his first WWE television appearance in 28 years. Oh, it was He's on the bump? Or on the bump. Yeah. yeah. First time on a that's WWE program. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's pretty sweet. I'm, I'm, I hope uh, hope that paves the way for a Hall of Fame induction. Yeah, man. I hope so, man. Yeah, maybe it's yeah, silly. He's been through a lot of stuff and a lot of his own problems, but it, yeah. he's seems like he's in a great place and just seems like a great guy nowadays. So, hope he gets well, that moment. Anything, he deserves anything. it for his career. I mean, oh yeah, question. absolutely. Yeah. Based Hello. on recent goings on in the WWE, never say never, dude. Well, I'd, if it hadn't happened already, I'd probably say never for Sonny. No. <laughs> Who knows, man? Never know. It's always sunny in the penitentiary. Yeah. She'll probably make that video. My God. <laughs> Get some bail money. Oh, man. I mean, this guy, years later, I was, like, loving him on WCW. Like, Dude. The oh, perfect here he is. opening match guy. Rhino Jr. Yeah. And the <laughs> son God, of he, Rhino. Who was that? <laughs> That was terrible. What is it? Yeah, name? I what do you, I don't not a fan of the hacksaw singlet era. No, I like the I sound weird, but I like the blue underwear. <laughs> Just the blue underwear. Yeah, what about the blue umbros that he wore like in two thousand seven? No, I'm good. This man was on the raw roster in two thousand seven and eight. Yeah. Tag team with super crazy. That's <laughs> what a like world! A drunk Vince Knight, he just pulled names out of a hat. <laughs> you can't make that up. You know, it's crazy. I was thinking today, like with CM Punk back, like him and Randy back, and like Lashley's there. Uh, Edge is still wrestling. He's on AW, but like it's basically SmackDown from 2006 and <laughs> seven is on TV. Miss, like, it's yeah, just you, wild. Like Bobby Lashley and Carlito <clears throat> had a match on SmackDown Carlito, a yeah, few weeks ago, true. man. Yeah, it's just crazy, man. Once again, never say never. CM Punk is back. As of this recording, he is in Nashville on Raw. We'll see how long that... That may be over with by the time this episode posts. That's true. Who knows, man? Enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah. Three-point stands. stands. You know it's over when that happens. That's it. That's like a Goldberg squash right there, man. (laughs) Ding-dong Bundy's gone, man. (laughs) He's out of the match. <laughs> That's what I call that guy. <laughs> Maybe Rhino or Ding Dong Bundy. No, I just go with Ding Dong Bundy. Man. <laughs> Ding Dong Bundy is dead. You're out. 
Hell, I, gotta I, eat can't, I can't compete with you, man. <laughs> it's the hat, dude. Woo! Magic hat. Yeah, dude. Hacksaw. <laughs> threw that. He just threw that two out for 60 yards into the air. And he caught it. Yeah. The spin on there, too. Got the, uh, uh, the king's got the magistrator out. Yeah. Well, the king is a great artist. He is. Simpsons hands here. <laughs> I thought Jim Norton could be a Simpsons character. He could. There's no reason he shouldn't have been. No. So he's giving oh, the thumbs yeah. up. And then circle around it. No. Oh. No. Two by fours. Okay. Oh, no, man. Tell you what. They gave KO a telestrator a few weeks ago on SmackDown, and it's, I want it all the time. Oh, man. He's the best. Let him be on commentary forever. I, I honestly, man, I think you and I can hang out with Ko and Sammy and be best friends. Like they're just, they're just amazing guys. Uh, they didn't, just are hilarious and go back and forth, and it's ridiculous. Didn't Road Dog do commentary a couple weeks ago? He did last. Yeah, he did. <laughs> called upon to do it. So. I'm surprised he survived that without getting fired. Right <laughs> here he comes. That's some Bowen bulldozer. Man. Yokozuna. I've said it on here many times. This is, <clears throat> I credit Yokozuna as much as anybody for making me like a hardcore wrestling fan because you had to have the great villain to mm-hmm. root against. And to me, at this age, when I was watching this, seven years old, Yokozuna was the perfect villain, even though he's wearing those Walmart flip flops. Your specialty, <laughs> man. Yes, <laughs> $1 store flip flops you <laughs> wear to this day. Um, <laughs> I didn't like seeing him in that. (laughs) That was not as intimidating. But, uh, (laughs) man, what a monster. What a beast this guy was, dude. Emotionless. Oh, yeah. Uh, Just like a casual fan at the time, this guy drew me in. You know, like I knew who this guy was. He's intimidated me. You know, he definitely looked like a big, scary monster. Again, heels are somebody you want to pay to see get beat. You know, and and that's what he was. Exactly. You want exactly. to pay to go see him get beat. Flair's the same way. And he had, Triple H in 2003 was the same way. <laughs> he'd crushed the Golden Goose. He'd crushed Hulk Hogan, and he was about yeah. to do it again. Looks like Mr. Fuji made a cheese grater for a pillow last Yeah, night. talk about scar tissue, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, scar tissue I wish you didn't sell. <laughs> <laughs> and and it, Hillary Clinton had left the White House at this time to do interviews Apparently. for the time. Checking out Yoko. <laughs> Is very upset about something. Did not touch that man. <laughs> Hard to believe that guy is a NOI. <clears throat> yeah, really. it, it fooled me <laughs> yeah. as a kid. It did as a kid, but now I'm like, yeah, duh. Of course he's so <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, seven years old, I was like, this giant Japanese guy, you know, <laughs> crushing people. <clears throat> Yeah, but you look at it now, it's like, dude, not even close. Exactly. That's how wrestling worked back then, man. It was, yeah. It did it happened all the time. Yeah. Which uh, Chief J Strongbro, just an Italian guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not oh. okay. Well, it was, okay, it was okay back then. <laughs> yeah, I mean they they were fine with it. They, the guys were in on it. It's fine. Yeah, times have changed. Yep. I don't think you can do that, and I don't think the, the <clears throat> performers would allow you to do that. So. Yeah, and Owen Hart and the Nation of Domination? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Clearly. But no, hey, hey. It wasn't a racial thing. 
No, 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 definitely not. Of course not. <clears throat> just, coincidentally, Farouk just called Undertaker the White Savior. Uh, right. That's all. They all put their hands up in a fist like Black Panthers. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, superstars. Still the Hulks are still Hogan. to come. Ew. What's up next? Is this? Ah, oh, this is what we came here for. This is our main event right here. You hear the gong? Paul Bear carrying a body bag out with him. That's pe- what it's all about. The people's mustache. The people's eyebrow. Look at the people's mustache. Look at that thing. His face is just like the Rock's eyebrow. Permanently stuck right there. Ooh. Oh, that Taker figure. The Hasbro right there, man. It's on my shelf over there. His very yeah. first action figure. All right, so he's baby face, right? Oh, yeah, <clears> for sure at this time. He's been, yeah. He's been <laughs> for a little bit. I he's guess got- he would be until what, 98? Right? Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Six-year run, and then... Oh! But into the Ministry of Darkness. I call that guy just incredible. <laughs> oh, is it? Yes, it is. P.J. Walker. That's just incredible also. He had two hats on. <laughs> <laughs> he had two hats on, bro. He had the hat he had on earlier, and then he had the bigger hat on top of it. Go back and rewind that, people. He had two hats on. So P.J. Polacco is in the, in the ring? He is, man. That He's is gonna just be, incredible. Man, future world Look champion. Oh, that's right. a good hat. The painter's cap. Yeah, that's a great hat. Who decided those were going to be in fashion? <laughs> Even as a kid, I never thought those were very cool. I don't know. Doesn't that hat look tiny in Taker's head? It does look a little small. Might have shrunk it in the wash. Small. Yeah. Well, so you didn't have one of those things that I used to use. That's put right. Your, put your hat in the dishwasher. Exactly. Got to get an ICO program. Oh, oh, man. You got to want it. I mean... Jeez. Were you ever a gold chain guy, Travis? No. 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 no, no, no. Never a gold chain. My dad still wears a gold chain to this day. Oh, yeah. So I never was a gold chain guy. That's probably why you didn't like it, because your dad wore one. <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe so. Oh, no, I yeah. never was a gold chain. Just incredible. PJ Walker. Oh, Stole those tights from Marty Janetti, it looks like. I was going to say, yeah, dude. Jeff Hardy pants. Same era. Jeff Hardy's 13 years old. You a fan of Just Incredible? Because, like, I mean, he obviously he had the incredible ECW run, but just never clicked, really, oh, e- ever in WWE. I really liked him in in ECW. I thought he was a really good heel. Him and uh, Lance Storm, the Impact oh, yeah. players, I thought I, they were great, dude. I, I did together. like them together. <clears throat> I remember when he won the world title, I was a little shocked because I didn't see him as a main event guy. But honestly, he was a great heel. Just like I was saying, he's a guy you want to pay to see get beat by Sandman or Rhino or Raven or somebody. Like he was, or Tommy Dreamer. They had some, what was it called? A Stairway to Hell match or something? Yeah, barbed ladder wire. match like, and barbed wire. Yeah. Actual bar, like they went out and got like razor wire. I remember because <laughs> I remember reading it online as it was happening. You could read on the. Oh, you know, he took he a, a heck choke of a chokeslam. He took a chokeslam from Hades. Up oh, for here it, he brother. Comes. Oh, the big giant naked man is walking out. Hey, baby, B&B coming out. <laughs> Gets the pin off a chokeslam there, but Giant Gonzalez stalks his way out here to interrupt things. With Harvey yeah. Whippleman, he's wearing a suit from the Gorilla Monsoon collection. And this, What part of this outfit made Vince think that was money, dude? It's just bad. It's, it's, I mean, it's bad for 93. It's not good. Slim good body. 
Yeah, dude. It's just too much. Get off, man. These guys have been feuding since January. I mean, it is yeah. June. Yeah, it like, is. Give me a break. Yeah. Oh, here he comes. Well, here's the guy. Oops. Shades on for Mr. Hughes right here. Yes, sir. He is going to. He's one of Mr. Oh. Whippleman's clients. Oh, my God. Huge bump from Paul Bear. Yeah, that was a big ups. Big boss man slam. Whippleman the grabs urn. the urn. He probably weighs as much as the urn weighs. Right. He's going to hand it to Mr. Hughes. What a uh -oh. character, man. Taker has no idea this is happening. He doesn't. Behind He's probably him. growing oh. weak because the urn is not in Paul Bear's power. Nailed him with it. Yes. Oh, no. Down to one knee. Up to two feet. Not again. Ooh. Hit him again. Ooh. Right in the C4. Everybody knows that's the worst place to get hit. Oh, that's never where you want to get hit with an urn. No. Anytime <laughs> I hit with an urn, I usually hit in the lumbar. <clears throat> cool. You respect that. Yeah. <laughs> you have enough respect for another human being to do that. Yeah, I do that today. C4. That I mean, and this is a massive moment, dude. The yeah. urn has been a signature part of yeah. Undertaker's lore and his character. <laughs> Chang is awesome. Just it's already trailed off to the back. Yeah. For some reason, you saw him there in the <laughs> corner. Afterthought. <laughs> but yeah, uh, this is the first time of many, many times. Right. That someone has stolen the urn away from Undertaker and Paul Bearer, and first time, I think first time really anyone's laid out Paul Bearer. Yeah. He took a big bump and then took a huge urn shot there. Look, Undertaker and Paul Bear yeah. are lifeless. I was going to say, that's putting him over big because Taker is not usually selling this much. He has been beaten. It's such a massive moment, and it's so crazy that there was really no payoff, no match between these guys, not even on TV or like a costume video or anything, certainly not on pay-per-view. That makes um, no sense. The urn, Mr. Hughes is going to carry the urn around for a few weeks, and then he's Harvey Rippleman is basically just going to take it back and give it to uh, uh, Giant Gonzalez for SummerSlam '93. Paul Bearer will get it back. Uh, me, Gene is devastated by this. I have that tie. I think everybody has that tie. <laughs> yeah. Probably came in a box, T-shirt. Oh no! Oh. I hit pause. A uh, mean Gene said Undertaker during the break. Came Carried Paul Bearer back to the ringside area. Oh, that was a load. I find that hard to believe. Oh, man. I went backwards seven minutes. That's okay. That's all we needed to see in that episode. Oh, okay. But uh, I just want to talk about it for a minute before we start our next episode, because that was the big moment. I mean, again, a huge moment for Mr. Hughes. Probably his biggest moment in all of wrestling. Um, were you... Mr. Hughes had many runs through wrestling. What do you remember about Mr. Hughes? Uh, I remember he was with Jericho for a minute in 99. <laughs> for right? some reason. Uh, wild to see him back in 99 doing anything on TV. Yeah. So that was crazy. But yeah, I, I mean, <clears throat> again, I wasn't really an avid fan at this point, but I do remember him. He's a big, impressive guy. Remember the Mr. Name. And then he showed up in WCW. Uh, he had... He was in WCW, he was in ECW, he went everywhere. Yeah. It just kind of never had a big really, run, yeah. Just but but he he showed up everywhere. Yeah, he was just kind of there. He's like, I remember him on like WCW Saturday night, so he never was a big player, he just was there. But yeah, I always liked his uh, 
his gimmick, dude. The glasses on, it's great. Dude, I I, I like it, man, because um, it, it, you know, I've I've talked many times on here. I hate IRS. Thought he looked like such a dweeb in his suspenders and tie, but you know, I, maybe I'm a hypocrite, but I love it on Mr. Hughes. But I think it's because Mr. Hughes is such an intimidating, yeah, just mountain of a man, and he's yeah. He looks like a James Bond, like just henchman Villain. out yeah, there with the hat and the tie and the sunglasses. And, and he's, he, I thought it was a great look for him. He's one of those guys, like I, he's not that great or anything, no. but like watching it back, I kind of really appreciate him just because uh, he does have a presence and it, somebody like the, like the barbarian Scott Norton, or warlord yeah, or something, or Scott Norton, like yeah. just like the, the, the kind of wrestler Love that Watt. doesn't exist anymore. That no. just is just a mountain of a man just doesn't really sell or anything. Doesn't have any great yeah. moves. It's just like a beast out there. Um, but yeah, that was his moment in the sun. And, and these guys never really had a big blow off. I did find uh, some, fan cam footage of them having a house show match and of course undertaker beats him and um he does get mr hughes up for a tombstone uh, which is pretty freaking impressive impressive. um they did have a awful moment in there where mr hughes whiffs on a drop kick that he's supposed to hit and then him and taker just both kind of stand up and stare at each other for like (laughs) 10 seconds not knowing what to do for a moment it's a little and not one of those cool like rbd jerry limb standoffs where like... no it wasn't <laughs> yeah. it wasn't a thing where everybody started clapping yeah. i was just like what do i do what do we do next do my hands yeah but uh man i always will remember uh you talk about a worker dude a guy who made the most out of his one little moment in the sun when we went to the big event in 2020 we saw Mr. Hughes there signing autographs, and what did he have on his gimmick table? He had an urn. Uh, urn, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still yeah. milking this one big moment. Seven years later. 30 years later. Yeah, yeah. 27. I'm sure he's still doing it now. He's got yeah, an action he's figure. Still. He's about to get his very first action figure, and it's going to come Damn. with an urn, urn accessory. Comes, oh, that's beautiful. you got to get that, man. I'm definitely going to get that when it comes yeah. out. So, uh yeah, just an interesting footnote. Again, never really went anywhere, but it was a pretty big angle. Last year, we covered uh, Undertaker and Berserker and Undertaker and Nails, which both of those never really went anywhere, but they were big TV angles, kind of led to some house show matches. Uh, a fun little moment in history that that really necessitate a full episode. But uh, yeah. let's check out another great Superstars moment as we wrap up uh, the year here on Talking Taker. We're going to look at November 13th. 1993 on superstars a patriotic moment that will live in infamy here in the undertaker's career november 13th 1993 uh we'll watch this along for a little bit till we get to undertaker's big moment uh travis let me know when you got that pulled up and we will watch that i got it ready we is it gonna go all the way to the end or what are we doing we don't know it's coming up somewhere okay we'll figure it out all right, so we'll go three, two, one, play, and start at the beginning. And three, two, one, play. All right, I got it all that time. Perfect. Wonder if Ding Dong Bundy will make an appearance on this episode. <laughs> I hope so. Almost clicked skip, clipped, clicked skip intro. Excuse me, that would have been bad. No, we got about uh, 15, 20 minutes of this one. So I'm just so used to hitting skip intro on anything I watch. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. Uh, 
Clearly the graphics, though. Oh, there he is. Chang is off. Still in the intro. I think he's long gone from the company at this point. In November? Dang. Yeah, that's SummerSlam with Undertaker. Yeah, that was it right. for him, man. I think he made one more appearance after that. Now, hey, here, there's like, this is the arena that's half the size of the last one we were in. Yeah. King's Wait. got his, uh, does not have his chest hang. Well, it's hanging out, but it's not as exposed as it was. Oh, man, he guy, never. suit on. His wardrobe is missing t-shirts. Oh, yeah. It only had jackets and pants. You know how much money he saved? Until, uh, like, 2008 when he started wearing, like, the Affliction, affliction t-shirts. Affliction t-shirts, yeah. That was a rough run for old King. I think he designed some of those, too. Um, unfortunately, I'm sure he did. I do love the King. I wish he was back on commentary. Vince has his one suit on. Yeah, powder blue. <laughs> I think it's blue. I can't see through these sunglasses. No way, man. You've worn the whole episode. You gotta oh, I'm not taking them on. off. There's not a chance. I'm sleeping in them. <laughs> and this hat. I'm just sleep right here. Mr. Hughes style, man. <laughs> yeah. The only guy like, who ever committed, wrestled like, in sunglasses. Well, except for like, uh, uh, Super Calo. Another great oh, yeah. guy less than sunglasses. But his were like the Oakleys, you know? Folkleys. Right. Jokeleys. They um, were Jokeleys. Yeah. So I'm committed like uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Tropic Thunder, man. Just got to go commit all the way. <laughs> I'm glad you did not commit all the way quite like that. No. Talking about another thing you can't do nowadays. <laughs> These guys would there have a problem go. with it. Men on a mission right here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. Mabel, Oscar, and Mo. No, thank you. <laughs> yes, thank you. They loved it. Oh, that girl's doing the dance. Were you a big uh, rap fan in 1993? Uh, yeah. Snow Informer? Are you kidding me? So good. Tag team? Yeah. Tag team. Whoop, there it is. I mean, I love rap. I don't know. I just did. I liked all kinds of music. I liked country, rap, like rock, southern rock. Give me everything. A little bit of everything. Good stuff, man. 93 was a good year. Oh, my goodness. At least our second album a couple weeks before this. We're getting a double shot of Iron Mike Sharp, man. We are, man. Iron Sharpens Iron, baby. Let's get his, two of them. His uh, man boobs have gotten saggier since the last time yeah, we saw him. six months. <laughs> yeah. Look at that hair, dude. And his Wild. pants have gotten higher. Hey, just ready for gravity. And again, he is 24 years old here. Looks <laughs> like he runs a deli in Chicago. <laughs> what do you have? What do you have? <laughs> yeah. yeah, see? Yeah. In the 40s. Like, yeah. Like, he's ready to call a mobster oh, to put a hit on you. I don't think he bumped right there. I think he just collapsed no, under the weight of yeah. Mo. Well, this is when Mabel's a baby face at this point, right? Oh, yeah. Men on Mission are huge baby faces right here. But then he'll be heel in, what, two years? A couple of years is going to be a event SummerSlam. Yeah, right? So it's interesting. I was pointing that out because, <clears throat> as we know, and we pointed out on this, this show, typically, again, and this is not, apparently wasn't the deal back then, but the baby faces would be on the side where you can see them, on the side where Iron Mike Sharp and whoever, you know, John McGillicuddy. Is I think there. it's uh, Mike Adequate. Not Mike, Mike Awesome. Adequate. Mike <laughs> Adequate. Right there. Mike Average. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look at him. 
Look at him. Yeah, it is my cat. C. C makes a doctor. Oh, man. I bet it wasn't above average Mike Sanders. That's my favorite. Ah, I missed that guy. <laughs> you know what that means. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I mean, the baby faces nowadays would be on that side where you can see them the whole time. Or are we sure? Crew. Maybe Iron Mike and, and Mike Adequate are the true baby faces here. <laughs> this guy does. Oh, I mean, that guy's going to pull up Monday morning and be working on a dock. <laughs> Like riding a forklift, <laughs> unloading a shipping container. One hundred percent. I do that sometimes. Uh, I have done that. I'm just saying, like that guy's one hundred going to be doing that. There's not a doubt in my mind. Uh, he can always point to this. He he is on a streaming service on the WWE Network on Peacock. Have you seen the lead singer of Three Down this recently? Bitches? No, sir. I can't say that I have. Guys. Him. Is he, he, is he, he looking looking adequate? That. that guy. Is he gonna be on the Creed uh tour? Yeah, dude. Oh man. Creed Cruise. I think we gotta we gotta find yeah, our I way to one of those shows. I can't every time it's on like on a weeknight. It's ridiculous. It's okay. They're like on Tuesdays on like Greensboro. I'm what like, you, I have to take two days off. Yeah. Why do you have PTO if not for that? I only have fifteen days. And how many times are you going to see Creed on tour? Apparently zero. You got to live a little bit, brother. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> There's 1,800 the white people in the audience. Yeah, right? No rhythm. <laughs> oh, your audience. I wonder what that guy's doing now. Oscar? Yeah. I think he was still like making the rounds like at least a couple Probably years ago. I don't, I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know if he was ever in TNA. Who is that Maybe guy? He's coming AEW. I got Joe, Joe Fowler. Fowl on the play right here with this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Nunmore Fowler. <laughs> with a striped shirt and a multicolored tie. Man. <laughs> His tie just got dipped in paint. <laughs> he just pulled it out. Nothing says 1993 like that right there. <laughs> Stripes don't even match. Oh, my word. Survivor Series on Wednesday night, dude. That's so good. That's how it should be. Yeah. How much better would Survivor Series have been if it was the night before Thanksgiving, bro? Come on. Good. Although it was spectacular. No, yeah, it was still great. Still great. Yeah, Wednesday night would be fun. We See, got building up the hearts Hart against the king. The king is nice. Yep. He's actually wearing like a shirt there. Brett and Owen just found two guys from Unsolved Mysteries and added them to their team. <laughs> <laughs> I might as well have. Yeah. Well, a lot of Unsolved Mysteries in that family, that's for sure. <laughs> that's true. Tell you, man, that guy's her heart, man. He's so good. Another guy I feel like um, you could say Ouch. right there with Razor Ramon and Kevin Nash, just cool. Cool yeah. in a different way. Yeah. You know, he's not hitting like the one liners like those two guys were, but like, no, you couldn't say Bret Hart wasn't cool, yeah. man. The glasses, this is cool, man. He's just so crisp and fluid, right? Yes, and, and you Star can't be a cool. guy wearing pink in 1993 and right. not be cool, like, exactly. I mean, you can't get away with that unless you got some coolness, too. No. 
Like, there's I'll nothing cool about Jerry Lawler. Like, Jerry yeah. Lawler is the ultimate, like, dad joke, dorky guy, and guy you hated back then. He wasn't cool. But Bret Hart was neighbor cool. on a sitcom. Like, yes. Uh, you know, like, the annoying neighbor from, like, a yes. 90s sitcom. That's who he was. The dad from next door. Great yeah. point. And we're, we're, whereas Brett's the main character who is cool. He's the Zach Morris, you know? Yeah. I was going to say, you asked what I was doing in June of 2000 or 1993. I've probably seen Jurassic Park. Ooh. Honestly, earlier in November, I would have been seeing it again because it was in theater for like 18 months. I don't think I saw it in theater. I think I saw it on home video. Whoa. Me and John yeah. Finale, man, his mom went and saw it in theater. I jumped in her lap when the Raptors came out. I got so scared. I love that movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's hands down one of the greatest movies of all time. I don't care what anybody says. No, I, I think it is. Yeah. If someone disputes that, they're wrong. Yeah, they're crazy. But you don't have to like dinosaurs. It's a great movie. No, it's a good year for movies. Still holds up. 94 Wars 2. Brett Clark. <laughs> a little preview for some uh, next week's action or Monday Night Raw. No! Ooh, versus We've avoided man. him all episode. IRS. So I hated the guy. He's on every episode. You couldn't get away from him, man. <laughs> Shyster. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Erwin R. Who's oh, and this out? guy. I wish Ludwig. I could avoid him. Yeah. Ludovic Borga. Like plague. Pre-Glacier. You know, one of the great rivalries of the United States was our hatred of the country of Finland. Right? Which is what made Ludwig Borges such a great heel. This guy he's fighting is in white singlet. This is never a good idea. No. You're going to see the uh, skid marks on this guy in just a little right? bit. Ludwig's hair is just out of control. <laughs> it's too high and tight. It really is. So we got a picture-in-picture with the Quebecers and Yokozuna. Of course, this is leading up. To the Ford Fanatics and the All-Americans at Survivor Series 1993. Uh, this mega tag team here. Like you said, this is what Survivor Series used to be. These uh, teams you would never see. Got all the stars all together on these big elimination teams here. And Ludwig Borga, man, they had high hopes for him. And uh, just one of those guys didn't quite work out for him. You're going up against stupendous here. <laughs> Yeah, just incredible earlier. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Doing the double choke. Just pin him. I mean, kind of looks like uh, Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar never got on the juice. Right. Don't you dare, Shelly Brock's name that way. You're right. I shouldn't. It, it looks like pre-glacier. Like. Yeah, I can see that glacier, too. This glacier. It looks like his boots are good covers. Like they're just like slip-ons. Like, yeah, there's over no the boot. There's like, it's not really a boot, it's a shoe. No support a there. Like yeah. Oh, gave him the world's strongest slam. That's it. <laughs> Did that move. Whatever Finland's strongest slam. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, I can understand, like, a, the U.S. Japan rivalry or the U.S. Russia rivalry. Right. Historic <laughs> thing. Finland? Why right. do I care if there's this monster villain from Finland? Yeah, what have they ever done? No offense to our Finland listeners. What's the guy in torture rack? Got him in the torture rack, though. Stole it. Underrated move. 
I always got put in that with my brother too. He did oh, like man. a little Lex Flex. Luger. That's one of the great rack great backyard wrestling moves right there. Oh yeah. Got razor's edge all the time. And lion tamer. Uh oh. Gunther did the lion. Lughead tamer. Lughead Borga go back to Hell Stinky. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a Hall of Fame sign. That's right why there. he was on the TV. Lughead Borga go back to Hell Stinky. Oh Hell Stinky, more like Hell Stinky. Get this man off my television. Yeah, right. He's playing the Sega Genesis. There's no way Genesis. Mike Rotunda has ever played a video game in his life. No. Oh, he has no idea what he's doing. <laughs> Razor Ramon, IRS. Were you a Genesis guy or Super Nintendo guy? No, Sega, Super Nintendo, man. No, but yeah, my buddy, too. I was just talking about Jonathan. He he had the Sega Genesis, so I, we were best friends, and we he had the Genesis, and I had the uh, so Super Nintendo, so we got to play each other's, you know. Rancho's houses all the time, so I was jealous of people who had Segas though. I'm not gonna lie. I thought it was cool, yeah. I thought it was cool. I liked it. I just didn't yeah. one. Like I liked Super Nintendo better, but I was glad I got to play it a lot at his house. And same right, he liked the Super Nintendo, but it was a it was a cool thing. I liked Sonic a lot. Sonic two was one of my favorite games. I loved Game Gears, man. I really wish I had a Game Gear. Game Gear was cool because it was backlit, like you could see in the dark. Like, yeah, that was because the Game Boy you couldn't like exactly have the little like the little lamp on it. Yes, lamp. Yeah. like your yeah. overhead projector. <laughs> yeah. Oh yep. yeah, that's overhead projector. Yeah, thing. I had that. All right, here we go. The all this is what Americans. we're here for: Steiners in their Lex Michigan Luger. jackets. Lex Luger in his Atlanta '96 jacket, I think it is. I mean, is he three years ahead? Yeah, man. He's already got that swag. They were already they were pushing that for years, dude. Oh yeah. With the Fink doing the rare interview. Yeah. Dude, look at that Atlanta swag. That's our almost our hometown. Yeah, man. Okay, so the story here is Tatanka was supposed to be the All Americans partner. You know, we're gonna have a traditional. Oh, of course. I mean, the know, actual thanks... American, original American. Exactly on Thanksgiving, <laughs> right, man? Yeah. <laughs> but um. Uh, I think or Luger said he's going to be there in spirit, but uh, they got to find a new partner here, and they're going to reveal this new partner. Look at that shirt! Yeah, it just says Lex with an Lex. Yeah. What is Lex Luger's haircut right here? Uh, what that is, man? Oh, the, what's going on? It's so long in the back. Look at Scotty's though. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> okay. You're getting close. My wife keeps asking how how long I'm going. I'm just going to point at Scott Steiner. Just show her a picture of Scott Steiner. <laughs> well, now, this wow. was huge. Lights go out. Oh. This is pretty cool because, like, Undertaker had been, like, the lone wolf for so long. Yeah. Um, he'd always kind of been on his own page, done his own thing. And yeah. now here he is coming out to save the day. With the other baby faces, it was uh, very interesting to see him in this role. Yeah, it was very uncharacteristic. And they're pushing him as like the top guy right here. Even though Lex Luger is still right there, Undertaker is going to get the next big match at Royal Rumble 94 after this. So, I mean, he yeah. is right there at the tippy top. Yeah, and we're just. No, go ahead. Really cool to see him out there because, like I said, it was just very uncharacteristic and you didn't expect it. That giant sign back there hanging. Dude, 
airbrushed. That's amazing. Like, that was like a bed sheet they brought yeah, in. Yeah, that was like a queen bed. <laughs> I'd say it's more than twins. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. For those at home, not watching. Take us off some verbiage here. Yeah, he says his existence has been filled with eternal darkness. Uh, Howard Finkel doing the uh, speed skater pose. I don't know if you saw it. Or the, <laughs> One arm behind One the arm back. One arm behind the back? Yep. Neighbor gets him. Now. Does he do that? On stage, he has his one hand behind uh, his back. Rip Yokozuna. Hogan. And then a Hogan. Ooh, controversial right there. Broke his neck. He was giving a slow-mo. Slow-promo. He just said these men stand for what they believe in. American pride. American. <laughs> this is it, man. Yeah, this is where it all begins. This is the origins of that. The seeds are planted right here. Kid Rock, dude, if he was just six years earlier. Well, this is how he got inspired. Exactly. As a kid watching this. <laughs> In the, the streets of Detroit. In Detroit. Tiger says he's going to let these foreign fanatics rest in Uh-oh. peace. Oh, yes. What a Lex moment. Lex <gasps> <Yeah! laughs> Lex came around, saw it, and then... He had to see it right Jubilee. there. Yeah. Oh. And a lot of people Jubilee. don't know... watching X-Men. Oh, for sure. for sure. Go ahead. A lot of people don't know. Bono was watching this back in the day and got inspired for the uh, half Super Bowl halftime show oh, back in, in nice. 2002 when he, he opened up his jacket with the American flag after awesome. 9-11. Yeah, he got that idea from Undertaker. Really? That's insane. That's your world's colliding right True there. True story. True story. There they are, the Quebecers, Yokozuna, Johnny Polo. Yes, boy. Mr. Fuji and Ludwig Borga, the foreign fanatics out there. Look at Johnny. God, looking so good. They are pissed that the Undertaker had yeah, they can't believe the Betsy Ross flag eyes. on his jacket. Yeah, Taker's been dead for so long. Last time he saw American flag, it was Betsy Ross and made it. <laughs> Undead zombie guy. Yeah, well, it's never quite been explained why <laughs> it was that flag on his jacket. Oh, we got to turn this off. <laughs> or why this guy was ever in Chuck. Bastion Booger. Man, what do you think about the iconic Betsy Ross flag moment? I love it, man. It's been a while since we revisited that, so it was fun to go back and see. And I think just the little detail, I know it's corny, but of Lex walking around and then finally seeing it and then being like, yeah, like it's like so ecstatic about it. That's that makes it right there. He didn't know it was coming. Yeah. He was like he wasn't like he was in on it and like saw it was like yeah he had to go around and see it you know it's a little thing sometimes in wrestling to make things special so that made that a special moment for sure i love the logic that undertaker gets the call from luger and the steiners we need you man we need you on our team he's like i'll do it and then he goes to the seamstress and he's like yeah i need i need a little something funny yeah I need a little something, something to take this up a notch <laughs> And, of course, famously, you know, that jacket 
never seen again i don't i don't know if it got lost in the suitcase or uh taker's dog ate it or, or something something happened there man it sadly never made another appearance there <laughs> taker famously hated it oh man he should wear it with the pants from about from 2002 or yeah. 2000 i mean yeah that'd be a good little thing I mean, he's coming back in, like, backwards hats, do-rags, and sneakers now, so might as well just put that on. Just here. bring that back. Well, yeah. it, it, you got to you gotta uh, say, now, it, it stood the test of time. 30 years later, oh, we yeah. all still remember it. Just in this one little promo on Superstars in 93, it's still so memorable and so mm-hmm. iconic. Uh, yeah, I, I love it. I think it's great. Taker himself they have, it. Do they have an action figure of that? No. They they really yeah, need to. They should have one where he's where he's holding it open. Absolutely, like, you can't pose him, but he's just. He's it should like be that. in the box on display. Yeah, in the box, like hundred percent. Be awesome. Do it as a fundraiser for like tribute to the troops or something. Yeah, That's for real. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, we all were talking on your episode, you know, uh, about the figures and like that's one that would be cool to have upcoming. You know. Absolutely. I would buy it in a heartbeat. I think a lot of people would. But uh, man, very Heck, fun. I might even buy that one. I think you have to put it in <laughs> your. That'll be how you start your collection right there. That'll uh, be it, man. One and done. Start and finish it. I love it. Superstars 1993. We'll put that one in the books, man. Uh, just it's a great fun watching wrestling with my best friend and, and with all of our friends out there in the PSK. If, if only we had some Abby the Butcher's Chinese food and ribs to chow down on <laughs> right now. Yeah, only if only days. in our dreams. Yeah, yeah. sad. Second best. Yeah. <laughs> didn't have it uh, didn't have abby we had a little debbie but uh thanks to all you out there for listening and watching along with us this was fun this was a great way to close out the air just a little yeah. something silly and fun here for our christmas month episode uh we want to hear what your thoughts about it do you love the stars and stripes jacket on undertaker were you a big mr hughes fan do you wish we could have got a match with them i heck i would much rather have seen that than taker and giant gonzalez again at SummerSlam 93 but leave leave us a comment leave us a message leave us a rating on uh spotify apple podcast on youtube wherever you are listening and watching follow us on twitter facebook and instagram at talking taker uh so i'm I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on with Twitter slash X, but uh, I probably I, I will still post the episodes and stuff on there, but probably be posting a little bit less on there and we'll post on Facebook and Instagram still. Who knows? But you'll, you'll find us. You'll see us. You all know where to find us and, and see us over there. Um, I encourage you to do that. And like you said, Travis, uh, I hope people will go listen to our bonus episode uh, that I recorded with. Randy Turco and Steven Zeman from the Collecting Dead Man podcast put that out a couple of weeks ago. We did a full recap of the year in Undertaker figures and collectibles. We talked about all of them and reviewed them all, talked about our favorites, talked about what we hope we see in 2024. So definitely a uh, bit of a nerdy podcast, a niche of a niche here. But hopefully uh, if you're an Undertaker fan, you will enjoy that and appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, I don't collect figures, but it was very fun for me to listen to you guys talk about the different ones and how you came about getting a lot of them. So, so that's fun, the, just the cool stories you guys had to share about that. You know, I know Steven likes to grab a couple and send them to you. So it's just really neat to see and the community that you guys have uh, with that collector and that figure collecting stuff. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, Absolutely. I every, I, every second of it, man. 
great friends of the show and members of the PSK. So I hope you all listen to that. And if you do want to be a part of the PSK and show your PSK pride, um, you can't get one of these beanies. They are uh, exclusive to just a handful of the most loyal PSK members out there. But you can get a PSK t-shirt. You can get a Take Your Easy t-shirt. You can get a Punisher Dice Morgan t-shirt or a Master of Pain t-shirt over at tpublic.com. Uh, and at the Talking Taker store, that will make a great Christmas present for the Taker fan in your life. Yeah. Or if you want some officially licensed WWE merch, like we said, I want you to click that link in the show notes or in the comments here on YouTube and use our WWE shop link and go purchase those right there and help us out and support the show in that way. Uh, of course, shout out to our buddies at the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. Uh, we want you to give them a listen. Their latest episodes have been looking back at the Hollywood Blondes. So looking back at that run, the classic tag team run with Flying Brian Pillman as they are going through Steve Austin's WCW run right now. And man, just a tag team that uh, changed the world. I mean, just one of the great tag teams of all time. Didn't quite get their due, uh, but, they, but they were great while they lasted, the Hollywood Blondes, uh, right about at this time, 93, 94. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, just want to say thanks again to you, Travis, for the past year of podcasting with you. It's been a blast, as always. Another year in the books. Um, just to run through it real quick, quick uh, in case y'all haven't listened to it, uh, check out the archives, A Talking Taker, wherever you listen to podcasts. We kicked off the year in January with the 25-year watch-along of the Royal Rumble 98 casket match with Undertaker and Shawn oh, yeah. Michaels, an all-time great. Then we did a bonus watch-along with the bottom line, guys. We did the 98 Royal Rumble, Stone Cold's victory there. Didn't even have the Undertaker in it, but we did a watch-along for that match. Uh, we did the complete history of the casket match in February of this year. We talked about every casket match ever that ever happened. A really, really fun episode. Really unique. I really enjoyed doing that one with you. Uh, then we did follow that up. Another one of my favorites. We did the life and times of Paul Bearer. Ten years after his untimely passing, we had a whole episode dedicated to William Moody and his career. A great look back, a great tribute to that man. That means so much to us. To us. Uh, then ten years, uh, watch along of WrestleMania 29, Undertaker, and very timely, CM Punk. <laughs> How about that, man? I don't think we predicted that he'd be back in WWE. No. Uh, five months ago when we did that episode, but there it was. And it just flashed up on Raw that is his return at Survivor Series is the most social, most viewed social thing on all platforms. Seventy-one million views since Saturday. Love and him or Monday hate night him. Was he yeah. yeah, that's what Triple H said in the press conference. He, you love him or hate him, he makes people pay attention. So whatever. Uh, we did a bonus show with friend of the show, Randy Turco, who was our Manscaped contest winner on Undertaker's wow. shaving a haircut. Two bits. It's bit. <laughs> a great episode. Uh, we did a lost sort of chapter that we never covered during the Talking Taker legacy. In May, we covered Mayhem in Manchester, the VHS UK Super Show and Over the Edge 98 with Undertaker on the outside as the guest referee for that awesome match with Stone Cold and Dude Love. 
Uh, we ranked The Undertaker's top 10 rivalries of all time and debated those with each other. Uh, I did a little bonus show with Randy Turco again, talking about the Foo Fighters on the on the uh, Foo Fighters celebration of the uh, their latest album release here in 2023. We did an episode. I think we have to do another one of these next year, man. The Monday Night War. We went back and forth with oh, the main yeah. events on a special night in wrestling history in 1998, uh, a night you were there in person for at the WCW show. That was a really cool episode. I really had fun, fun doing that one. Uh, we toasted Mike Prue and the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast five-year anniversary. I did an in-depth interview with him. Um, great look back at the history of their podcast as they celebrated five years. We looked back 15 years ago at SummerSlam 2008, that incredible Hell in a Cell match with Undertaker and Edge, his probably greatest SummerSlam match of all time. Uh, of course, I went to SummerSlam with Randy and Watch Along Tommy and, and uh, our buddy Nick. We did an episode recapping that incredible trip. You can watch the vlog on YouTube. We did another Memphis episode looking at the main event Monsters Part 2. In Memphis with Punisher Dice Morgan and the Master of Pain. Uh, that it they, is. That it is. That it was. Uh, and then this It'll was be. your fault. The five-year anniversary watch-along of Crown Jewel. I uh, can't yeah. believe we actually did that. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, they talked about Saudi Arabia on this latest uh, Six Feet Under episode. And, and Matt Lida popped me. I, I laughed out loud because they were talking about Taker in Saudi on this trip to watch the boxing yeah. match. And then he just, Matt Lyons like, man, in Saudi Arabia, you did just some of your best matches of all time, Mark. <laughs> Mark's like, you son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I did uh, that some guy. Some of your best paydays of all time. <laughs> oh, that for sure. Uh, and then last month, man, another great episode. Man, I, I hate to toot our own horn, but I, I thought this was so much fun. The complete evolution of the Undertaker's entrance music. A yeah, uh, very unique uh, analysis of, of uh, an, as, an important aspect of his career. Look back at every one of his theme songs. Uh, and then, like we said, the uh, history of our, or the recap of 2023 in the year of Undertaker figure. So that's the year in Talking Taker. If you missed any of them, we encourage you to go back in the archives or check us out on YouTube and watch those. We will be back in 2024. Um, I apologize if there's any technical difficulties. Uh, so I'm having a little difficulty with my uh, MacBook that I usually record these on. We're recording this on uh, my wife's computer. Hopefully everything turns out okay. But uh, hopefully we'll have that all resolved for next year. And we will be back in January. Got a couple ideas for what to do now I'll, I'll throw them out to you, to you you can let me know now or, or we can think about it uh so it'll be uh we don't have any more rumbles to watch but i thought we could tie it in the 99 royal rumble it'll be uh 25 years since the 99 royal rumble and undertaker makes an appearance in that rumble he's not an entrant but he does make an appearance in the Ministry of Darkness and, and, and abduct another performer in there mm. and just be fun. Another fun. We always enjoy the Rumble, Rumble watch-alongs. Watch yeah. Or there is the 94 Royal Rumble 
we could watch along that infamous casket match with Yokozuna, uh, another classic uh, Undertaker moment. Uh, I don't know. I don't know which one would be better. Or maybe our listeners can tell us which one you'd rather see. They will do both. Who knows? Uh, that we'll, we'll do one of those, either 30-year anniversary of 94 Royal Rumble or 25-year anniversary of the 99 Royal Rumble. But we will be back with that. Uh, be sure to check us out. Subscribe. Give us a rating. <laughs> I mean, it's almost the whole thing. God <laughs> bless you. <laughs> Sorry about your ear holes, people. What a, it hit wouldn't the be a button. So that stuck up on me. I couldn't, I couldn't hit the button that fast. <laughs> Vincent Man would fire you so fast. <laughs> yeah. Well, probably for wearing his hat. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you look like you're straight out of the audience uh, from one of these superstars <laughs> episodes. <laughs> I do. It's so good. Especially the Vermont one. Uh, well, Merry Christmas, my, my friend. Merry Love Christmas you. to all. Had a blast doing it. All a good night. Happy New Year. Well, we'll see you on New Year, I guess. We'll be back on we'll New Year. We'll be back Year. on New Year's Day. On New Year's Day. We'll be back for you. But yeah, hope you guys have a happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, happy Kwanzaa, happy Diwali, all the things that you do. Happy holidays. Festivus. Festivus for the rest of us. Happy all those things. Hope you get some good stuff like an Abdul the Butcher hat. Trinket. Putting this on the, the tree tonight. We're going to need a picture for the gram. Yeah, exactly. And uh, whatever you got coming your way. So we'll see. Order something from our shop. We'd love to have it. Or order some from the shop. And just give us a little bit of a ching chang put back into the old podcast universe here. So anyway. Thank you guys for all the love and support. We'll uh, see you next year. As always. Take your evening. I stood by what I believed in. And now... These three men stand up for what they believe in. American pride. Indeed they do! And in honor of their devotion, I will stand with them. And I will survive with them. So let, let freedom ring, and let these foreign fanatics rest in peace. Wait up, look at this! Look at that! Would you look at that? The Undertaker has joined the All-Americans, and you can bet on the Survivor Series. It'll be the foreign fanatics. Stay now.